Franklin Pierce comes into office, and Pierce and Buchanan are the two Democrat presidents that come before Lincoln. And during this time period, you're just seeing heightening tension because this new land has been added um, over, like, is this really going to be the showdown where we actually deal with slavery? Because the compromise doesn't really work that well. It, it tamps it down. I mean, look, it makes it another 10 years before the Civil War. But during those 10 years, you have the beginnings of what's already a civil war in Kansas. Franklin Pierce, all I'm going to say about Franklin Pierce is that some people consider him the most handsome president. Uh, his wife was obsessed with jewelry. Um, and later when um, he died, she took a piece of coal and how it, had it polished and wore it as like a pendant, and it, that was like talked about a lot. Pierce and Buchanan, I think, can really be grouped together in some ways as the Democratic presidents who are pro-slavery um, at a time period where the fight over slavery is just getting so intense. And one of the reasons is because that part of the compromise where they were like, um, and then states can sort of vote if they want to have slavery or not, it's not a really good plan. Because how do you do that vote in a fair way? And that first really comes up in Kansas. And in Kansas, they decide to hold a vote. Um, and basically, they're trying to create a government that can then apply to be a state. And then when you apply to be a state, supposedly, part of your constitution will either say there is slavery or there's not slavery. But what ends up happening is a bunch of people from neighboring states go over the border, specifically from Missouri, to um, try to make sure that the vote goes either for or against slavery. Most of the people who cross in, because Missouri is a slave state, want there to be slavery. And they want the chance to have some of that land and to own slaves on it. Um, but there's also then these group of abolitionists in places like Boston and Brooklyn who are against slavery and who help fund groups of radical people who are willing to go there to try to stop it. Among them, a guy named John Brown, who goes to Kansas um, in part armed by guns that were sent from churches in Brooklyn. A guy named Henry Ward Beecher sent, he said it was his job as a uh, you know, preacher to send Bibles, but the best Bibles they could send would be guns. So they were called Beecher's Bibles. Mm -hmm. And his, uh, his sister, Harriet Beecher Stowe, writes a book at that time called Uncle Tom's Cabin, which really wakes up a bunch of Northern people to like the idea that slavery is really horrifying in a personal way, not just in a political way. Uh, and it doesn't change the fact that most of the politicians who are opposed to slavery, including Abraham Lincoln, are arguing that slavery shouldn't be banned in the South, but it should be like slowly gotten rid of. But that makes people in the South super paranoid. They think people are going, like that there's a conspiracy that's eventually going to take away their slaves. Um, and so when they see this situation happening in Kansas where John Brown shows up with guns armed by abolitionists in the North and he actually massacres a huge group, including women and children of, of these slave pro-slavery people. This is just seen as terrifying. And then what happens is there's actually two different governments in Kansas that claim to be the a legitimate government of Kansas because the vote is so like rigged and there's so much violence. And of course there's in addition to John Brown's violence, there's a lot of violence and intimidation by the pro-slavery people against anti-slavery uh, people. But basically, it ends up being up to Congress to decide. We have two groups that claim to be the official government of Kansas, uh, and either one of them um, 
could have a constitution that's accepted. But at this time, the Democrats in the South uh, control more of the votes, and so they ex they accept the constitution um, of the pro-slavery government in Kansas. And Charles Sumner, the senator from Massachusetts, who is an abolitionist, gets up and gives a really passionate and angry speech against what's happening in Kansas. And in part of his speech, he um, calls out some other members of the Senate and of the Congress who he thinks are, um, he calls them prostitutes to slavery. And that makes Southerners so mad that another congressman walks over from the House into the Senate with a stick and beats Charles Sumner almost to death on the floor of the Senate. And a couple days later in his office, through the mail, because also the Pony Express exists at this time, there's suddenly a lot better mail system. Um, through the mail, there's a ton of canes that are sent to him, and the messages hit him again. Like, this is how serious it's gotten. We now have people being massacred on the ground in Kansas, and on the floor of the United States Senate, people are beating one another. And that's kind of a message of how serious the conflict over slavery has gotten.